Hello, everyone. I welcome you all to today's edition of ELP's podcast on NFTs and smart contracts. While nowadays one keeps hearing about cryptocurrency, the concepts of non-fungible tokens and smart contracts have also become quite popular. But there remains a lot of ambiguity as regards what exactly are NFTs and smart contracts. How do they actually work? And how are they practically used and applied in the real world? Only once these fundamental questions are answered, can one truly attempt to rationalize about the taxation and regulatory framework governing these technologies. Keeping this in mind, in this part of the podcast, we will delve into the technology behind non-fungible token, or what is commonly known as NFTs which will help in contextually understanding the recent taxation introduced by the Indian government on virtual digital assets, as also the possible regulatory framework, which one can imagine may apply to this technology in the future. In the second part of this podcast, we will use the same lens to examine the concept of smart contracts, the application of smart contracts, the potential complications that could arise when the existing legal framework is sought to be applied to this technology. So let's start with this part of the podcast with non-fungible tokens. To discuss this in great detail, I invite my colleague Yash Desai from Economic Laws Practice to throw light on the various nuances in relation to NFTs. So let's start. Hi Yash. So the first question to you is, What exactly is a non-fungible token? How does it work? Please explain what are people exactly purchasing when they purchase an NFT? Hi, Stella, and hello, everyone. So to begin with, traditionally, the ownership of things has been in physical form. Today, NFTs have changed that traditional mindset totally of owning things physically. In fact, NFTs are an exciting new way of owning things in a digital format, which is fully secure and registered in your name that cannot be changed unless permissioned by the owner. So in essence, an NFT is a type of a digital token or an asset. When we use the word non-fungible token, the non-fungibility over there means that it cannot be changed whenever it is created. It means that you can't split it up and it necessarily must be distinguishable from something else. So NFT is actually a token that you own that doesn't change throughout the time. Now, well, these are some of the basics, but one when actually thinks about NFT, what exactly is it? And before getting into the technicals, let me take a step back to mention that NFT is a token or a code that is on the block that is formed on the underlying technology of blockchain. Now, blockchain, very briefly, is a form of a distributed ledger technology and is essentially decentralized and trustless that can be shared and viewed by all users. Let me simplify this by saying that blockchain is a technology by which transactions, which may be in the form of any information or a code or a token or a number are secured through the process of verifying or validating them in a network through the process of cryptography. I will not go into further details. In fact, let me mention that 
for a detailed understanding we had very recently done a podcast on understanding the basic concepts of blockchain technology and derivation of cryptocurrency which our listeners can listen to so coming back to nfts nfts are actually just a piece of code or a token that is owned by an individual or an address on a blockchain technology this piece of data can be bought and sold to different individuals this data is verified on blockchain so one can actually check the owner history of the nfts so now coming to stella's question what is it that one individual is purchasing when he is purchasing an nft and when an individual is purchasing an nft it is buying a piece of data or a code that points to a server that actually host the image or a video which we all see it as an nft but it's important to note here that nft is not that image of a particular item it is a specific code or a data which represents that image that you actually own on the blockchain so over here the usp of the nft is that it is a code representing the image that can never be changed though it can definitely be transferred and when one says that the code cannot be changed it means that it is permanently registered on the blockchain and hence it cannot be manipulated or hacked okay thank you so much for the explanation yash that simplifies the concept yes but uh, can you give some examples of nfts so that you know we can relate to the concept more clearly and easily definitely stella so while you know the the technology may seem complicated but few examples will definitely help us relate better so let me give f- the first example by saying that uh, if you all have heard about uh, jack dorsey who is in fact twitter's ceo his first tweet which was created in march 2006 is in fact converted into a nft and was sold for millions of dollars recently so in fact things like these can also be converted into nft and be sold another example could be of sports collectibles say top shot top shot is a very famous nft marketplace where basketball fans can buy sell and trade nba moments you know so so far the most expensive collectible traded is of lebron james dunking against one of the very famous nba teams known as houston rockets which was sold for over hundreds and thousands of dollars so you know fans collecting their favorite moments or images or videos of any sporting activity could also be converted into nft in fact a lot of fmcg companies are using nfts as marketing strategies for their brands for example pringles had very recently created crypto crisps which the brand calls its newest virtual nft flavor and oh my god that was sold for a high price of almost 2000 dollars another example is procter gambles procter and gambles nft toilet paper so <laughs> you know while these examples may seem to be absurd to many but these are few businesses that have garnered significant attention in the media for choosing to experiment in blockchain and increase their revenue and one last example which is very famously known recently the bollywood veteran mr amitabh bachchan had sold his nft collection for about 7 crore indian rupees and that consisted of his uh, father's famous poem known as madhushala which he converted into an nft and sold it so 
you know considering these examples there are three main things that make an nft valuable or attracts attention from purchasers the first is that the nft has to be unique or rare it cannot be that it is a very common item the second is nft has to be a popular thing and it should have a famous ownership history that is it should have been owned by a famous celebrity so for example the first example that we took jack dorsey's first tweet that is ownership history or mr amitabh bachchan's famous poetry and the third thing is that the nft should have a benefit attached to it so you know these are certain important uh, characteristics and functions and examples of nfts thank you ash uh, for providing providing these examples and these characteristics to really understand what is the concept of nft so another question to you uh, how and where are these nfts sold what is the medium of exchange sure so nfts are usually sold on nft marketplace exchanges and these are very similar to cryptocurrency exchanges in fact a lot of cryptocurrency exchanges offer trade uh, of nfts as well so to name a few of the famous indian nft marketplace platforms such as uh, wazirx jupiter meta beyond life uh, bollycoin bollycoin is a very famous nft marketplace where a lot of bollywood celebrities sell their nfts and another uh, of them are say nifty gateway rarible and there are many more so the modality of sale of nfts is slightly different from cryptocurrencies typically nfts are auctioned on the marketplace platform and the highest bidder of such auction gets to purchase the nft and as regards the medium of exchange nfts can be purchased with fiat currency or cryptocurrency so you know this is how the entire trade of nfts takes place thank you so much for providing this details yash they are quite insightful so having understood the technology one can now contextually understand the taxation regime which has been introduced in india with this budget uh, to tax virtual digital assets so everyone uh, you know must have read about this taxation regime and the government has very clearly included nfts within the the concept of virtual digital assets and uh, you know imposed tax on nfts so with the explanations that yash has provided as regards the underlying technology of nft one can now truly appreciate how nfts are actually qualifying within the concept of virtual digital assets because as he explained it is in the nature of an information or a code or a token so to speak uh, which exists on the blockchain which certainly has a value so in fact it is a digital representation of value uh, which can be transferred very clearly as yash explained on on those exchanges and an income can be earned from such a transfer so that's how it fits within the four corners of the definition of virtual digital assets uh in the future one can imagine that uh, this asset class will grow significantly so at present uh, apart from the taxation bit there really doesn't exist any regulation regulating nfts and nft trades in india and the government is in the process of developing the regulation uh, one doesn't know whether it will ban it or regulate it but right now it's unclear 
but one can only hope that any regulation on this asset class is made while fully understanding the various nuances of the technology and more importantly it it nurtures the true potential of this technology in the future so with that we conclude this podcast uh, hope the listeners found the podcast insightful and interesting thank you